0: Hello, beautiful people. It's Ariel here. Thanks for coming back to becoming a PA, physician assistant, or rather, physician associate now, (laughs) the podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to let you all know how my internal medicine rotation went, as well as insider insight onto what it is really like in your internal medicine rotation, especially in an outpatient setting, which was mine. And just other tips and advice that I feel might be helpful for anyone before you prepare for your internal medicine rotation. So stay tuned. Here we go. All right, everyone. Thank you again for tuning back in. As I mentioned before, today is all about my internal medicine rotation that I completed about a month ago or so. I'm currently on my winter break. So, at my program, we get about 4 full weeks off to enjoy our winter holiday, to refresh and recharge and just really utilize the time however we want. And to get a little bit of break, it's our longest break of the year. I believe we get about 3 weeks off in May as well, so looking forward to that. But definitely have been enjoying my break. I've been taking the time to visit with family to get things done that i can't really get done during the semester little things like getting a haircut getting an oil change cleaning decluttering stuff like that that i needed to get done very much enjoyed that just got back from visiting family in Alabama I stopped in New Orleans on the way back that was a lot of fun as well and I did take time off to just completely not study or focus on school at all give myself a break however this past week I did start prepping again more so because my first end of rotation exam will be the family medicine EOR and I have not taken that one yet That one is one of the harder ones, I believe. So either way, I I felt I should at least take one week to kind of prep before the semester begins just to make it easier on myself while I'm having to study during my rotation. I can at least get some groundwork going before that. So I'm just very light studying. I've been watching about an hour of a YouTube video series by a former PA student named Stephanie V and her videos are really good I would recommend those they're free they're on YouTube and I've been utilizing them for my all I think all of my end of rotation exams really one of my friends found them and recommended it to her class and I found them really helpful in a nice different format a way to listen to the information versus reading it again and again so I've been doing that just an hour each day because the videos are pretty long they're like upwards of 10 hours sometimes but if you split it into an hour a day it's really not that bad and I listen to it at 1.25 speed so it's a little less than an hour. (laughs) In addition to that I'm using my Smarty Pants membership so I'm covering the pearls of a different topic each day trying to get that all done and these videos should be done watching by the time my rotation starts in a week that way i can utilize the time during my rotation to just focus on doing i try to do about 25 Rosh review questions a day of course i have to log patients to get to 120 so i do at least 10 patients a day logging more or less and then of course actually being at my rotation i'm going to be at a dermatology clinic they more so specialized in cosmetic derm, it seems like. My preceptor is a PA who is from my program, I wanna say the class of 2016. And there's another PA there also from my program. I think it's she's from the class of 2015. So that's pretty exciting to know that where I'm at is a place that clearly hires people from my program. So hopefully if I play my cards right and I do well, maybe in less than a year from now when I graduate, I might be able to apply for a job there because as you may or may not know, I have two, uh, two clear winners so far for me in regards to specialties that I would like to go into after I graduate. One of those being of course outpatient psych. I would love to work at the location where I had my first ever in-person rotation which was I care an outpatient psych clinic here in town in San Antonio but my other love of course is cosmetic derm so if I could find a place like at this one that I'm going to it's called Texas Dermatology that would be ideal as well they have multiple locations within the city and I believe other cities as well which is exciting so in regards to all of that of course now the main the main reason for this episode right the internal medicine rotation that I completed my preceptor was actually a nurse practitioner so yes in PA school you can have preceptors who are not PAs they can be physicians like what which was the case with my ortho rotation or they can even be nurse practitioners most nurse practitioner programs however don't allow PAs to precept nurse practitioners for whatever reason but in PA school As far as I'm concerned, most programs do allow nurse practitioners to precept PA students. My nurse practitioner was very knowledgeable, very friendly. I got along with her very well, and I enjoyed my time with her. She was only a year older than me, so we had a lot in common. We could relate to each other a lot, both professionally and, you know, just as 20-something. Well, I'm 29. She's 30, you know, (laughs) so just as females in that same age group. Uh, both single type of things. So that was really fun to kind of bond with her and learn from her as well and feel very comfortable around her for the most part. And I was in an outpatient setting. So we were at a clinic, it was in a shopping center, right between like a Mexican restaurant and a subway. So very small clinic, had its own lab inside with one phlebotomist who was there, not all the hours, but most of the day. Only three patient, no, four patient rooms, but the first one we utilized for the EKG room. So every new patient gets a free EKG if they choose to do so. We had two MAs, one was just front desk, taking all the calls and stuff like that. The other one was the back of house MA. So he, you know, triaged all the patients, took the vitals, everything in that sort of thing. And everyone was so friendly at that clinic. It was very small, but very close-knit, friendly, welcoming vibes. And I really, really enjoyed that location and the people that I worked with while I was there. Another interesting thing was during my time on Fridays, our location was closed. So we would all go work at the main location because the company that I was with has multiple locations throughout the city and the main location where we would be out on Friday was completely different it was like upwards of eight to ten providers I believe a mixture of nurse practitioners PAs and physicians with a ton of other students there and I had not been aside from on my ortho there was a resident who was there half days on Mondays aside from that I had been the only student at all of my other rotations, so it was really interesting to be around students from, not only was there one of my classmates, which was really fun to spend time with her and see a familiar face on Fridays, but there were students from an international medical school, UIW School of Medicine, which is a private university. It's actually where I went for undergrad, my undergrad studies here in town. And I want to say maybe even one more program was there with their students. So each student was paired with a provider and we would just take turns seeing patients and a very, very busy clinic in contrast to the one that I was at Monday through Thursday. Not quite as busy because there was only one provider, that being the nurse practitioner who I worked with, and only one MA. Whereas at this location, it was what felt like a huge city filled of people and patients and MAs and providers and students. (laughs) So I much more preferred the Monday through Thursdays, but it was nice to get that contrast too. at the same time, all in the outpatient setting. Most of the complaints that we would see, right? So it's outpatient internal medicine. We would have new patients there to establish care, get their annual lab work. We would review the lab work with them something that i like to do is to turn the computer towards them and let them actually see the lab results and not just kind of verbalize it to them because i feel like they're better able to understand and to remember these things that they can not only hear it but also visualize it as well and of course if patients want a copy i think they can get a copy printed out or even a virtual on the parent, patient portal as well but it is just nice to be able to review that's one of my favorite parts i think was just reviewing the lab work with the patients and when they improved or they got results that they wanted that was always exciting to share the good news with them and be like yay your a1c has gone down you know you keep doing what you're doing you're doing great your cholesterol looks great today things (laughs) things in that matter but of course along with that Right, so most people that we saw had diabetes or high blood pressure or hyperlipidemia, and of course, with the good also comes the bad. So there were my the first time ever for me as the provider, the provider in training, to give bad news to a patient. I had to let a patient know, you know, you your results came back and your newly onset diagnosed diabetes and hypertension as well because the the blood pressure was elevated on multiple occasions and met the criteria and then as well as high cholesterol not as bad as the diabetes in my opinion but still not fun to tell someone hey you've got high hypertension hyperlipidemia and you you know you're diabetic so it was definitely a learning experience how to share that news with a patient. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't want to do it. I'm a positive person and I like telling good news to people. I don't like bringing people down or sharing bad news if I don't have to. But of course, that's part of the job. So I'm very thankful that I had that experience to learn and to grow and to figure out, okay, how do I share this not so pleasant news with a patient. And thankfully the patient was very receptive, kind of already saw it coming, so to speak. So it wasn't as bad as I envisioned in my mind. But I can only imagine how it will be when and if the day comes that I have to tell a patient that they have cancer or some other terminal illness or something along those lines. So definitely was a learning experience, a stepping stone and something very memorable for me. I think some of the highs for me of this of this rotation is when I had a couple patients who told me I was very thorough and that's something I try to do. Of course, while managing the time as well because you have to be on a, a strict schedule essentially when you're in private practice, especially. And but I try to utilize the time as best I can and still make the patient feel heard and Feel important and feel like their needs are being all addressed during the visit, so I had one patient who was like, "'Oh, you were really thorough, like do I even still have to see the nurse practitioner? I feel like you've already covered everything, and I feel good <laughs> so that was a nice compliment and of course, yes, my preceptor always has to go in after afterwards to see the patients legally. I can't just see them on my own, even if I were to know exactly you know what was going on and the and have a have a pretty decent treatment plan. That's not gonna be the case. So that was really nice. And another patient who complimented me and was like, Wow, you're you're just a student, right? You said and I said, Yeah, I am. Actually I'm a PA student, right? You know, I always introduce myself. My spiel is like, Hi, I'm Ariel Campa, I'm one of the PA students helping out today, just getting the visit started, and nurse practitioner so and so will be in to see you afterwards. And It was nice because this patient was a new patient and he seemed really receptive to me and I guess seemed to like my bedside manner and stuff like that. And he told me like, you know, you're doing really good, especially for a student. Like, I think that you're doing a really good job and I feel really comfortable with you and I'm impressed with your skills, so to speak. Not verbatim, but (laughs) something along those lines. And it just really made my day when I get compliments like that, because of course, as most of us can be hard on ourselves or doubt ourselves, it is nice when we get that positive feedback from outside sources like patients who just let us know like, okay, I am doing a good job. My hard work is paying off and it is showing and my efforts are not going unnoticed by patients. So Of course, some days are better than others. I'm definitely not perfect. I definitely have so much to learn, literally, (laughs) but to hear positive things like that is always a highlight of any rotation for me and something that I hold on and I put into my little mental cookie jar, so to speak. If you've read David Goggin's book, Can't Hurt Me, you'll know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't read that book, definitely read it because it's a game changer, life changer. I recommend that book to everyone, his memoir. And aside from that, in regards to prepping for the EOR, that being the end of rotation exam, in my humble opinion, so I've taken psych, general surgery, and internal medicine now. I would say that of those, the hardest was general surgery, but I did the best on that one, then psych, and I did the second best on that, and then internal medicine was the easiest, but I also scored the lowest, but I still scored enough to pass, and it was still a a good grade, don't get me wrong, but I definitely think that one was not as difficult as the others, because... I felt like the other ones, because they're more of a specialty, right? they're more specialized, you have to get more in the weeds and study all the minute details of every medication and the side effect, especially for psych, and then with general surgery you have to know the the diagnostic imaging and the lab results and the signs and symptoms is this diagnosis. Whereas internal medicine, it's such a broad subject, you have to learn more so a little bit about everything instead of a lot about a little bit of things like the other exams. So for this one, I felt like the questions were more straightforward, more surface level, most of them. There were some that I literally was like, I have no idea what this is talking about. I've never heard of these words. I mean, that was only one, but <laughs> but some of them are a little out there. But for the most part, they were pretty direct, straightforward. I felt confident with it. And which is thankful too I'm thankful for because I'm not going to lie by the time my last rotation of this semester came around my motivation and my energy levels were not the same as when I started this semester because I was just ready to be on a break and not as motivated to study so much every single day for as long as I had been doing it kind of wears on you of course over time we are all human but thankfully despite that I was still able to do fine on the exam so I will be taking the internal medicine rotation exam again uh, this upcoming semester because we take it again when we have our inpatient services rotation and that will be my third one I believe for this this upcoming semester so my seventh rotation I'm starting off with my first elective rotation, which is the dermatology clinic, of course. And for that one, since it is an elective, we do take the family medicine in of rotation exam. So that's why I'll be studying, why I've been studying family medicine, even though I'm going to be doing derm. My second rotation for this upcoming semester will be actually family medicine itself. So hopefully my prep work for taking family medicine exam for derm will of course help me when i take the family medicine exam again eor again during my family medicine rotation and then after that like i said inpatient services that one is where you're basically like a hospitalist i believe so you're in the hospital at university hospital for my program a little bit of an early crazy schedule but you do get done at a decent time for the day. The good thing about DERM is my schedule's pretty cush compared to other specialties. So Monday through Friday, done every day between either at three o'clock or four o'clock at the latest, there's one day where I'm only there for three hours, That that's my preceptor schedule that day. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. And of course, for learning things that will hopefully make me more marketable for potential jobs in that field after graduation because of course that is something I would love to pursue and my last rotation for this upcoming semester which would be my eighth rotation of 15 will be primary care so very similar to family med and internal med it'll be outpatient in San Antonio on a different side of town but I've heard great things about the preceptor and I'm looking forward, honestly I'm not dreading any of these rotations this semester in the way that I was for my general surgery, my orthopedic rotation. (laughs) I feel more comfortable with these rotations, with the subjects, and everything that they entail, Uh, so I'm honestly looking forward to this semester, very much so and coming back recharged and refreshed after the much needed month off for the winter holidays. And I'm so happy to say that I graduate in officially less than, woo, less than one year now. It feels amazing to say that I have 18 months done, only about 11, or 19 months really, only about 11 more months to go. I graduate in the very end of this year now that we're in 2022 and i'm looking forward to that i'm sure it will fly by rotations go by so fast ours our hours are 4 weeks long so they go by really really quickly thankfully and i'm just looking forward to being able to see the end in sight now and learning more on each rotation and hopefully improving my skills As a future provider and just learning more and enjoying more and meeting new people new patients new providers a lot of positive things coming my way I feel with this new year I hope that you all have or having a great start to your new year as well and positive things are coming your way as well don't forget to just manifest it you can so put that positive energy, those positive vibes into the universe, and the universe will match it. I wholeheartedly believe that. Of course, that doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect, but it will help you out, and if you can keep that positive mindset and reframing things in a positive view, it will go a long way, trust me. So... If you haven't already, speaking of positive vibes, if you haven't already left a review for the podcast, please, please, please go ahead and take the one minute out of your day to do so. I will be immensely grateful. It just takes a few seconds. Leave the five-star review. You can write or not, uh, but if you have time, you know, just write what you're enjoying about the podcast or anything, really, and it is much appreciated. And also helps the podcast to be found by other potential listeners, other pre-PA students, or people interested in potentially pursuing, that's a lot of P's, a lot of alliteration there, (laughs) in potentially pursuing the PA profession as well. So look forward to on my Instagram at PA underscore L-E-I-R-A. I should be doing a, another giveaway soon when I reach 5,000 followers. I'm very, very close now. So if you're not already following me on there, feel free to follow me at PA underscore Liera. That's my first name backwards. So PA underscore L-E-I-R-A. And you can always reach out to me on there. I'm very receptive to my direct messages. Always get back to you. Whether I'm busy or not, I'll find a way. If you're looking for advice, have any questions, just want to reach out, honestly anything, feel free and I will get back to you and, and try my best to help you out with whatever it is that you're going through or needing advice on or have a question about as well. And congrats to you, those of you I've had some people reach out who've gotten accepted to programs, some of them even at my program, so it's very, very exciting and Such a happy time for you. So, soak it in, relax, don't spend your time studying until you get in PA school. You will have enough time to study when you're there. Trust me, it's all you're going to be doing. (laughs) So, just take a moment to take in the moment and enjoy the fruits of your labor, right? You've been accepted, you're ready for the next chapter, and just take it in and enjoy it, honestly. So, of course, if you're looking for all the discounts, right? So to my PA box, if you're haven't applied yet and you're wanting more information about applying to BA school, that's a really helpful one. Also your one-stop shop. If you're looking for some cute gear to buy someone who just got accepted or for yourself, right? They have tons of cute clothes on Med by Live. I've got multiple shorts from there. Uh, I think a sweatshirt too that's a physician associate and things along those those lines, right? But more creative than that. Uh, Also, Picmonic. So if you're looking for a way to help you easily remember all the information that you're learning or will be learning in PA school, that one's a great one. I use Picmonic myself. And then, of course, the PA platform as well. Uh, another one-stop shop with tons of resources that's where I did my it was the interview prep course I believe and that's where I ordered the book for the interview PA school interview prep book and they also have mock interviews everything like that all on there so if you want 10 to 15 percent off of all those things I mentioned it's the code PA underscore I am really excited to announce that I'm partnering up now with MedSymboli. So that's a new startup by a physician assistant who created her own company that essentially directly connects pre-health students to healthcare providers, to mentors, even PA students, other students in the field that you may be interested in that you can just go to for advice, for help on your essays, for help on revision with resumes and applications and mock interviews, so many different things. So stay tuned for that. That app should be up and running soon. And the website is already out. If you just Google Medsembly, it's one word, you can go ahead and check that out. I'm going to be one of the mentors, the PA student ambassadors on there. So I'm definitely looking forward to helping out some students on there in the near future. All right, guys, so enough from me. This was my internal medicine rotation. Just remember to try to be positive on your rotations. Of course, if you were on an inpatient, that's going to be totally different than my experience on outpatient. I should have more insight for you guys when I do my inpatient services in regards to what inpatient is like. But overall, internal medicine outpatient-wise was definitely doable. The exam was doable as long as you put in the efforts. And I do like internal medicine, but I personally don't see myself doing it I mean it is still an option but it's definitely not my top two like psych and cosmetic derm mainly because of all the nuances of insurance it's very unfortunate that you have to check all these boxes and chart a certain way and can or cannot do certain imaging and testing because of insurance and it's just another headache another thing to deal with that I'd rather not deal with if I don't have to and with internal medicine and family medicine it's something that you're dealing with on a daily basis and it's always at the forefront unfortunately in those fields or at least in my opinion and my experiences so that's why it's not at the top of my list it is of course higher than orthopedic <laughs> surgery for me personally but you know there's a specialty out there for everyone and thankfully for that because otherwise we'd all be wanting to work in the same specialty and that would not be good <laughs> so that's just my spiel i've enjoyed everything all of my rotation so far and i'm definitely looking forward to this upcoming semester all right guys thanks for tuning in and until next time this is me ariel and this is becoming a PA physician assistant the podcast say stay safe y'all